Hello and welcome to this very new podcast called Open Dialogues by Ronald and Micah, both from the Open Dialogue team. We decided to do this podcast to share a bit of our ponderings with um, other people, other conversation designers out there. So tell us a bit more about that. Right. So, well, I, I think we've been we've been having our in, internal podcast sessions where we would just uh, uh, discuss conversational design and uh, what we like and what we don't like and what we agree with and what we would like to do. And this, I guess, is our way of sharing that with with everyone and uh, sharing some of our thinking what we're going to be doing with uh, Open Dialogue, what we have done with Open Dialogue. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And I feel like we could talk for hours, like we just said before we started recording this podcast and go off on very many tangents about conversation design. And obviously for now, this is the first episode. It's just uh, you and me, but we're hoping to get uh, some very uh, amazing speakers to come and join us, some guest conversation designers, there is a plethora of wonderful, very professional people out there uh, engaging with conversation design and conversational AI every day. So if you are one of them, please feel free to reach out. If you have a topic you uh, care very deeply about and you'd like to discuss, we would love to have you. But so for now, it's just you and me, Ron. So uh, let's talk about what conversational applications really mean to us. And actually, we talk about conversational applications, but not everyone calls them that way. So, so why why did like we decide uh, to call them conversational applications rather than anything else? Good. So as as I was getting into the field of um, conversational experiences. Uh, there were a lot of different ways to describe them, from chatbots to intelligent assistants to virtual assistants. And I remember very clearly at some conference, some presentation, uh, where the person was saying, this is not a chatbot, it's something much better. It's an intelligent assistant. And I was confused, thinking, well, how is that different? And then I started thinking about what is it that uh, we use in in other places when we talk about a specific type of interaction or or a specific type of thing. And I thought the broadest term that would allow us to put all the different variations underneath it is this is a conversational application. It is a piece of software that interacts with the user predominantly in a conversational way. Uh, So that kind of puts it in a nice box and then we can start specializing underneath that. Yeah, so I I actually agree with that. Um, And I guess that it's one of the things that resonated a lot with me um, when when finding out about Open Dialogue was the fact that it was called, called conversational applications uh in in some of the the documentation uh that was out there already because it is really that it is an application um and throughout all of the years of consultancy that i've done i've seen chatbots intelligent assistants virtual assistants being treated as little mvps little projects or an extra channel but never really as an application and the fact that it is called conversational application 
also instills a bit of that, hey, this is an entire application that you need to give the kind of care and, and time uh, and thoughtfulness that you would if you launched any other kind of app. And so, so that part of, okay, it is a terminology that is an umbrella for all the different sorts of conversational ways that you can interact between a user and a machine is appealing. But then also the fact that it's called an application, which entails that you need to go through the process of uh, researching your users, designing it, uh, testing it, and so on and so forth, and, and take it through a real product life cycle is for me kind of also the second part of why I think conversation application is, is a very good uh, terminology. And, and so uh, talking about what was compelling when, when reading the docs, for me, Open Dialogue as a whole was obviously compelling, but um, yeah, so talk a bit about Open Dialogue, Ron, and, and why, why did you start to build it and how did it came to be? Just a bit. That's going to be yeah, just a bit. We said that we would keep this to 20 minutes. <laughs> okay, I will I will do my best. Um, so I think that at some point around 2015 or 2016, uh, I decided um, for myself that conversational applications or interaction with machines through conversations was a really interesting area to get into. Uh, it uh, ticked a lot of uh, the boxes of the types of things that I was uh, uh, interested in and excited about. Um, and, and as we started getting into it in the early days of, of Green Shoot Labs and thinking about how we're going to build these things, the thing I missed the most is just a clear model and explanation of what it is that we're trying to do. We knew what the end result uh, could look like, a, a fluid conversation with, uh, with, with users and, and machines, but what were the component parts of this? Uh, what was the, the conceptual model? And that's, that's just, uh, I think, a, a flow or a feature of how I think in that I need to be able to categorize things, which is exactly why I came up with, or I, I prefer using conversational applications rather than anything else. I like my nice categories and, and boxes to put things in. Uh, so I was thinking, well, what are, the, what are the building blocks of conversational applications? And as we were thinking about that and trying to match it up with tools, we found that most tools did two things. They provided you with the ability to interact with an interface. Uh, so the first one that uh, I ended up working with was Slack. So you, there's a bunch of tools out there that you could send messages to Slack and get messages back. But then they were silent about what are you supposed to do with these things? How are you going to thread them into something? Or they would let you do natural language processing and map um, an intent or an, an utterance to an intent and, and so on. But again, silent on what, what are the internal workings of this thing. So that was the, the spark that got us down the road of saying, okay, well, we need a consistent way of building this bot 
So let's start putting together a framework that's going to let us use these other tools in a more consistent way. And from there, it eventually led to what is now Open Dialogue. So that was short. I kept it. Ah, uh, yes, you did. Uh, I'm, I'm trying. I'm going to try to like keep it short as well, <laughs> because between us, uh, this can get very long. Uh, no, but really uh, interesting to to hear how it came to be. Because obviously, when I joined Green Shoot Labs as a contractor um, last year, the first thing that struck me was Open Dialogue. Obviously, all the wonderful people as well, but. Uh, the tool was really an eye-opener for me. So I've been consulting in the conversational application world for um, quite a few years. Uh, and I had always stumbled upon that same problem. As in, as a conversation designer, I, I had all of these wonderful ideas about, oh, and the conversation should flow this way. And then the user should be able to ask this kind of question. And what if the user then kind of goes off track? And, and there were like all sorts of considerations around context as well, where each time I hit that roadblock of saying, okay, this would be a great conversation, but given the current state of the technology, that's actually not possible right now. Or um, given the current state of what you can do with this interface, that, that's not possible right now. And for me, that's that are big points of frustration, as in, you know what the best practice would be. You, you, you know from talking with users what kind of questions they really have. And then someone tells you, okay, this is great but actually you can only talk about this kind of thing in this kind of manner. And then the, you, you just need to educate your user, which is my least favorite sentence in the whole wide world. Uh, and then I came uh, to consult uh, with you guys. And what happened was I was like, okay, let me test this thing out because they say it's so great, but surely it's like any other conversational platform founder that tells me that their thing is so great and you can do anything with it. So, um, so when I then did the designs for uh, one of our client projects, I, I kind of expected to get that, oh, but that wouldn't be possible. And then suddenly, oh, well, yes, actually look at how you would do this with YAML. And this, this is actually how it all started is I didn't get those roadblocks. It was like, okay, yes, that, that would be possible with Open Dialogue. Oh yes, well, it's not possible now, but let us, let us kind of look at how we could be doing. And, um, and that made me fall in love with the tool. And, and I joined the team, especially um, for Open Dialogue and the wonderful people. And, we're like, and, I, and it's been really interesting uh, kind of building it together uh, and, and designing the, the interface to it because we kind of build upon how you and I think about uh, conversational applications and how everyone on the team thinks about it. Um, so I think it's like it was already a very powerful tool. I think it's now more about bringing it to more conversation designers and then kind of experimenting not only with the tool but also with the method uh, because it is as as you say it is a different way of thinking about conversations. Uh, it is a way of categorizing and, and thinking about information architecture. Uh, and conversations to be had rather than just back and forths of intents 
But yeah, so and talking about getting more conversation designers uh, to use open dialogue, we are currently in private beta. So where, where do people actually go to to sign up and start testing things out or or get their name on the list? OpenDialogue.ai. Um, and yep, you can sign up or get in touch with us and we will add you to the list. We are very keen to get uh, as many people as possible to, to start using it now so that we can learn and we can understand what's useful to do next. And if you are happy with installing software on your own machine and, and uh, maybe you're curious about the code, you can also go to GitHub, uh, Open Dialog AI and, and download it there. So everything that is on the uh, cloud SaaS platform, is, is available as open source as well. Uh, th this goes back to something I am very excited to, to, to explore, which is if open dialogue really is an interesting and useful way of thinking about conversations, designing conversations and deploying conversations, then it's absolutely crucial that we do it as an open source tool so that we can expose uh, as many uh, or we can give as many people as possible the chance to test this thinking and uh, give us feedback as, as so that we can understand what happens next. So I'm almost, um, the thing that gets me most excited about this journey is getting to a point where there is an open dialogue community and we are sharing uh, ideas and patterns around how to build applications within open dialogue um, rather than I don't know, how many SaaS subscribers we, we're going to get. Although that's absolutely <laughs> very exciting and uh, uh, very important as well. Yeah, I, I, I would totally share that. And I, I can't wait how, however um, scared that sometimes makes me to get as much feedback as possible so that we can improve this. Uh, and so we can kind of actually make it a tool like for conversation designers uh, with a great community of conversation designers. Um, so th there are no more roadblocks, Ron. <laughs> yes. And, so, and I, can, I can tell you when, when you joined, um, I was extremely concerned about what your reaction would have been, even though it might have not been clear at the time, because that was, that was the point in Open Dialog's life cycle where uh, while we have built a number of different uh, applications, we, we, we had kept design a bit separate from implementation in kind of the usual way uh, conversational applications, I guess, are built these days. And this was the first time that we're saying, okay, the tool is at a good enough point, or at least our clarity around the ideas is at a good enough point where we can have that process be much more direct. But I was absolutely concerned about uh, what are we potentially putting you through and what your reaction would have been in. <laughs> I, I was preparing myself for that conversation of what exactly are you trying to do here? I don't understand why uh, <laughs> why open dialogue is and why I have to deal with it. Uh, but thankfully that didn't happen. 
No, no, it was a, a very, very good experience uh, altogether. Um, although I, I would say I don't regret that we now have an interface and I don't have to write YAML anymore <laughs> or annoy a developer if there was like little intricate pieces uh, to insert into that YAML. Um, so, so I'm happy that we have that. Although I know, Ron, you are definitely missing YAML. <laughs> so so to, to, give, to give people some, some background uh, of, the, of the evolution of Open Dialogue, the uh, because it did start as uh, as a as a very developer uh, centric tool initially in that uh, we would take designs and translate them into the open dialogue way of, of doing things. So we had no interface. There was no user interface to build conversations. Uh, what you did is write text files in, in, in something called YAML um, as, as, as our format. And then you fed those to the conversation engine, which would run them. Um, and yes, that was an interesting experience. And it's, it's good that it's um, behind us, but I, I do miss it. <laughs> no, but it was really interesting. It was a bit scary for me because it was like, okay, because now I have to write code. And then Ronald said, yeah, but it's not really code. It's a description language. And, uh, but yeah, uh, it, it, it was really interesting. And sometimes I think, ah, oh, yeah, well, YAML was great as well, because once you get the hang of it, but um, I think it's, it's, as we want more and more people to use this, having an interface is very nice as well. Um, and if, if, if you are curious about YAML, and you go to our documentation at docs.opendialogue.ai, the very last thing in the documentations is something called the conversation description language. And that is the standard that we base the functioning of the conversational engine off. And the, the conversation description language for open dialogue is specified still in YAML. Um, uh, so, for those that would enjoy some YAML in their life, please check it out. <laughs> that, that, that is a poster now. I enjoy YAML. I'm going to design a poster for that, Ronald. Put it. <laughs> I want some Your YAML in my life. Office. I love YAML, or I want some YAML in my life. Um, I know Elliot from our team would enjoy uh, some, uh, some YAML in his life as well. So that transitions very nicely into our next episode, which is uh, about building a conversational platform, lessons learned. Uh, we hope to see all of you there uh, and we hope you enjoyed this episode and feel free to reach out to us um, by our website, which is opendialogue.ai or sign up for our Slack community, which is also on the website. Have a wonderful day. Absolutely. Take care, everyone.